Welcome to Stories for Wonderful Children. I'm Dan Wendelin, your host and storyteller. Years ago, I began recording the bedtime stories I told my children every night. Now, we would like to share those stories with you. I hope you enjoy my Stories for Wonderful Children. Once upon a time, there was a little boy named Timmy. Timmy? One of those boring stories Timmy fell down the well. Boring. <laughs> no, this is not. This is not one of the Timmy fell down the well stories. They're completely boring. <laughs> well, this is a completely... About 20 times. This is a completely different story about a completely different boy named Timmy. And I can promise you right now that there are no wells in this story. And even if there were, he wouldn't be falling down them. Okay? Okay. Okay. Now that we have that out of the way. This Timmy was a completely usual little boy. He was 10 years old, and he liked to do the things that 10-year-old boys like to usually do. He liked to run outside and play. He liked to throw balls and climb trees. He liked to take walks in the forest. He lived in a rather ordinary house with his mother and father and his dog, his name was Wilberforce. Wilber, Wilberforce. Yes. Force is kind of a weird Wilberforce name. Wilberforce is completely out of the scale weirdo. <clears throat> Actually, Wilberforce, aside from his name, was also a completely ordinary dog. He was not any special sort of dog. He was what you would call, what more polite people call a mixed breed, and what less polite people tend to call a mutt. And what even a less... Mutt. And what even less polite... What's a mutt? And what a even, mutt. It's a dog that's just an ordinary dog. It's not a special breed of dog. It's not a collie, and it's not a German Shepherd, and it's not a, it's not a Labrador Retriever, or it's, it's not a Dachshund, a it's just a dog. People who are even less polite called him a mangy mutt. But that's not a nice name to call a dog. A, man, a mangy mutt? Yep. A mutt is not a very nice thing to say. Sort of something you say about a dog if you're not going to be very nice. What it really means is that there's a disease, a skin disease in dogs called mange that makes their fur look all bad and ratty. But Wilberforce's fur did not look bad and, bad and ratty. It was several different colors. It was white and black and brown. And... What Wilberforce and Timmy both loved best of all was to take long walks in the woods. Well, on one particular day, they had gone for a long walk. It was summer, and they wanted to be back somewhere around dinner time because they did not want to miss dinner. Well, they had taken a walk. First, they had walked down to the stream, and they had found good skipping stones, and they had skipped them across the water. And... Do you know how, what skipping a stone is? Yeah, you throw a stone across the water and see how many times it can bounce yep. before it goes under. Right, and you got to throw it with sort of a special kind of spin to make it skip. Anyway. You have to twirl it a little bit that's and right. throw it and then it sort of bumps down the stream. 
Yes, exactly. It kind of goes like a stop and train if it was going Just really like fast. a ball. It kind of bumps. A ball goes up and down, up and down. Up and down. For a few minutes. Right. Well, actually, to be, perfectly, to be perfectly accurate, Timmy skipped stones. Wilberforce just watched. Because it's kind of hard to skip stones if you're just Timmy? a dog. Wilberforce helped root around among the stones along the stream bed and looked for stones that would make good throwing stones. But Wilberforce tended to get distracted by snakes and crawdads and little frogs and whatever else he happened to find Maybe while he was rooting around for... No crocodiles, no. He's not in that part of the country. He's not Africa. Right, he's not in Africa. Not in the beach, either. Right, he's not in Florida, where there are alligators. Anyway, Timmy had been skipping stones for a few minutes when he uh, heard Wilberforce barking. Wilberforce was barking had been barking the whole time, but this bark seemed somehow different. So Timmy decided to go see what he was barking at. Wilberforce had dug a hole in the bank and was staring into it and was barking. Woof, 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 woof. Seemed to be barking just as fast as he could. Timmy said, what have you found there, boy? And Wilberforce said, woof, 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 and wagged his tail up at Timmy. So Timmy got down on all fours, and he looked into the hole. And there, and there, inside the hole, he could see a glint of something golden. And he said, what have you found there, Wilberforce? Timmy got a mirror out of his pocket, and he used the mirror to bounce some light into the hole. And when he bounced some light into the hole, he could see that the golden thing that he had seen glinting was a little bird. Timmy said, hey, what are you doing in there? And much to his surprise, the bird answered. The bird said, Oh, I'm hiding in here from your terrible beast. Please get it away from me. And Timmy said, Wilberforce, he's not a terrible beast. Well, he may not be a terrible beast to you, but he's a terrible beast to me because I'm only a small bird. Now, anyway. And so Timmy said, Come on, Wilberforce. He took Wilberforce over to the other side of the stream and told him to sit and stay. And then he came back and he looked into the hole again and said, Okay, the dog's gone now. You can come out. And the bird just sat there and stared at him. And Timmy said, Come on, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just curious. I've never seen a bird that talked before. Well, I'll come out and talk to you, I guess. So the bird shuffled out. And as it shuffled out, Timmy could see that it was really a beautiful bird. Long, elegant, golden feathers and really curious-looking blue eyes that he had never seen. Because it's a little bit bluish-goldish. That he had never seen blue eyes on a bird before. So he said, so, what kind of bird are you? I've never, uh, never met a talking bird before. And the bird said, oh, I'm not really a bird. I'm actually a princess. But I was, I was cursed by a terrible witch who put this spell on me and turned me into a bird. And Timmy said, Really? Well, that's quite a story. He said, So how do you break this enchantment? Well, around the stream there are four nests, and in the four nests are four eggs. If the four eggs are broken, one of them will have my crown in it. And if the crown is placed back on my head, 
I will again resume my true form. So why don't you just fly up and break, push the eggs out of the nest and break them? Because the witch made me a flightless bird. These wings are beautiful, but I can't fly. And she stuck out her wings, and Timmy could see that really they were sort of small wings for such a relatively good-sized bird. He said, well, do you know where the nests are? I can help you. And the bird looked at him and said, would you? Oh, I'd be ever so grateful. And so she took him to the first tree, and it was an easy tree to climb. It had lots of branches sticking out. So Timmy climbed up the tree, and he found the nest easily enough, and he could tell that the egg in it was not an ordinary bird's egg, because it was a bright golden color that he'd never seen an egg like before. So he took it, and he smashed it on a tree branch. And inside was a little scrap of paper. The scrap of paper said, If you are reading this, you should know that you should not help this bird. She is actually an evil criminal, and that is why she is imprisoned in this form. You must not help her. Timmy read the scrap of paper and kept it in his hand as he crawled down the tree. He looked at the bird and he said, So, where were you princess of? I was princess of the land of Aluna. Aluna, said Timmy. Where's that? Well, it's not really very near here. It's on another continent, in the center of Africa. Oh, said Timmy. He said, so why did this, uh, why did this enchantress curse you? She wanted to take control of the kingdom, and as long as I'm gone, once the current king dies, she will become the ruler. Oh, said Timmy. He thought about it for a minute. He didn't really know why, but he felt like he believed the bird more than he believed the note. So he said, where's the second nest? The bird took him to the second nest, and there this tree had fewer branches, and it took him a few minutes, and his hands were sore and bleeding in some spots by the time he had gotten up to the nest. He cracked the second egg open. Inside it was another little slip of paper. This slip of paper said, You have ignored my warning. You should know that if you free the bird from this curse, a curse will fall upon you, one twice as terrible. Timmy thought about it for a minute, and he decided that he did not like being threatened. So he climbed down the tree. He said, okay, where's the third one? The bird took him to the third tree. Timmy said, I haven't even asked your name. What's your name? The bird said, my name is May Rose. May Rose? May Rose. Nice name. And Timmy. That's a beautiful name. Oh, I'm glad you like it. So he climbed the third tree. This tree had hardly any branches sticking out at all. It went straight up and was very slippery, and it took him quite some time to climb up. He kept sliding back down, and his knees were skinned by the time he got up to the nest. And he couldn't even get up high enough to see the nest, so he just took a stick and poked the nest down so that it fell, 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 and the egg burst open when it hit the ground. There was a little slip of paper inside. The slip of paper read... If you do not break the last nest and bring this slip of paper to me, I will reward you greatly with any gold and gems that your heart desires. Timmy thought that breaking the curse put by an evil witch was much better than just plain old gold. 
What would he do with gold, anyway? He had all the toys he wanted, he had a great woods to walk in, and an excellent dog. All right, he said. Where's the last nest? May Rose led him over to a cliff that was next to the stream bed. He said, where's the tree? It's, this nest isn't in a tree. It's up there, halfway up the cliff. Timmy could see that there was indeed a nest halfway up the cliff. The cliff was rocky and steep, and he did not look forward to climbing it. But climb it he did, and he had climbed it pretty much the entire way to the nest when he felt the ground tremble a little bit, and he had to grab tightly on to the wall. Then he climbed the last few steps, and he broke open the egg. Inside it was indeed a small, golden, delicate crown, the most lovely thing that Timmy had ever seen. He put it into his pocket and climbed carefully down the cliff. Well, he said, here goes. He took the crown out of his pocket and put it on the bird's head. For a moment, nothing happened. Then there was an incredibly bright flash of light, so bright that Timmy had to close his eyes. And when he opened them, a beautiful, beautiful girl was standing there. She was about Timmy's age. Her skin was the color of coffee, and she had beautiful, long, golden hair and beautiful blue eyes. Timmy said, wow. May Rose looked at him and said, thank you so much for rescuing me. Now I must go and free my kingdom of Aluna from the domination of the evil witch. She said, would you like to come with me and help? What was the evil witch's name? Timmy asked the very same thing, and Mayrose said, her name is Eutribia. And Timmy said, Eutribia? Yes, it is a traditional name where I come from. Would you like to come and help me free my kingdom? Timmy said, you know, I'd love to, and I'm sure that Wilberforce would love an adventure, but I told my parents I'd be home in time for dinner. Very well. Perhaps I can come and get you and you can help another time? I'd like that, said Timmy. Excellent. Thank you for freeing me, Timmy. And she reached into her, the pocket of her beautiful golden dress and pulled out a card and gave it to him. She said, this is an invitation card to Aluna. If you ever wish to visit me or reach me, you can write on this card and put it in the mail and it will reach me. Great, said Timmy. Thanks. Farewell, she said. And there was another flash of light, so bright he had to close his eyes. And when he opened them, she was gone. He whistled for Wilberforce, who came bounding across the stream. And after having gotten thoroughly wet, shook himself off, splattering water all over Timmy. Timmy laughed and patted Wilberforce on the head. Come on, boy, he said. That's enough adventuring for one day. Let's go home. Thanks for listening to Stories for Wonderful Children. I created today's story, but questions and witty commentary were supplied by my children. The music was created by Brandon Thompson. If you enjoy the show, please tell someone about it or leave a review on your podcast provider. Our website is storiesforwonderfulchildren.com, and you can also find us on most social media. I'm Dan Wendelin, reminding you to tell someone you love a story. Mm-hmm.